I find myself today extremely thankful. And I don't know if I'd tell you that enough. I'm thankful for each and every one of you, whether you're here in person or streaming on the internet. As a priest, it is my task to proclaim by word and deed the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm to love and serve the people among whom I work. I am to love you, caring alike for young and old, strong and weak, rich and poor. In all that I do, I am to nourish Christ's people from the riches of his grace and strengthen them, strengthen them, strengthen you to glorify God in this life and in the life to come. Well, I think you're pretty strong, and I love watching you worship and serve and have coffee with one another and help one another. In those experiences shared and offered one to another, you glorify God, and that takes work. It takes commitment. It takes a humble openness. It takes love. Today is the Sunday in the church year when we celebrate the Trinity. You could say it's our parish family's big day. Well, the Trinity represents our struggle to understand how there is one God when we read in Scripture about the Holy Spirit and the Father and the Son and how they all are at work and yet one God. A wonderful Episcopalian theologian suggests that the unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit can be understood as a unity of love, a capacity and unity of love that is beyond our human nature. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit love one another in a way that makes them one and yet all independent. We humans simply cannot manage to love one another in the same way. After all, we can barely love one another to move over if someone wants to take our pew. In the Trinity, we are reminded that though we may not have the capacity to love one another in unity, it is the essence of God's nature. And our work as Christians is to offer the world this message of Trinitarian love, that God has entered into history, the history of this world, with the purpose of restoring the image or remaking our human nature after the pattern of the divine, which means changing us beyond our capacity to change ourselves into a unity of love. With this image of love, Well, we're called to look around. We're called to look around and see whether we are actually striving for that unity in love, despite real differences with the people around us. And so this is a call to examine our relationships, all of them, all of our relationships, whether it's father and daughter, mother and son, examine our friendships our working relationships, our church relationships, all of our relationships 
should and must stand exposed in the piercing light of God's unity in love. Now, as I watch and experience the relationships that you have with one another, those relationships just in this room alone that are born in EFM, Education for Ministry, Bible Studies, Ushering, Greeting, Vestry, Women of Trinity, Men of Trinity. I know there's one out there watching who's my Zhang. All of those opportunities that you offer one to an sewing is another one. All of those opportunities you give one to another, that's where love is shared and unity grows. Now, it's not to say that you're perfect, but I will say we're a pretty good work in progress. We can grow even more, though. And it's not about changing the world. It's not about changing the person who's seated beside you. It's about changing ourselves. We can seek to live daily lives in the hope of perfect love, of love so great that it binds people together, even though they're different. Trinitarian love allows people to be independent and yet together. That calling is found in every moment we breathe and in every beat of our heart. We are called to be a people who, with every breath, speak words of humility and authenticity and patience and kindness And that is the realization that our heart beats not for ourselves alone, but for the world and the lives around us as we seek to serve people, meeting their deepest needs to be loved as we want to be loved, to be embraced and affirmed as we want to be embraced and affirmed. And it's accomplished when you engage with one another in church The most valuable thing you have is time. Give it to one another by volunteering, by attending summer soirees, by browsing in the church mouse after the service, by sipping on that cup of coffee. That gift of time given to one another, given to the church, allows you to grow. And when this spiritual work is undertaken, there is fruit that grows, spiritual fruit. And we see the results in our relationships. They grow stronger, and they grow deeper, and they grow more fulfilling. Our relationships will grow because we will be living our lives and making decisions in hopes of reaching toward that divine love. And when we reach out like that, something mystical happens. God enters in and reaches back to bridge the divide that we have between our efforts and our holy achievements. So I'm thankful for you. And in you, in all of us, there is a glimpse of Trinitarian love, a unity of love. And so thank you for that blessing and keep up the holy work.